Hello and hey there. Do you have a favorite warm beverage for these cold days? How about your top ranked Snuggies? Where are your go-to one-stop shops for holiday gifts? I need to know because I need a few more gifts. This is the Top 5 Podcast where nothing is off limits and everyone is wrong, even when we think they're right. I'm your host, Zach Rancourt, and with me as always is... Tom Lockhart. Hey Tom, how's it going? I'm doing great. I went to trivia this week, and I got fourth place all by myself. Wow. I kicked ass. I was only one point away from third place. Was it Eric's trivia? Yeah, yeah, it was Eric's trivia. Uh, Everyone bailed, and then Mandy didn't show up, because usually I would go to her team Mm. if... You know, I was alone, but this time I just sat outside in the cold by myself, the grizzled old man outside and took fourth place. Were the questions like, what is Tom's favorite food? Essentially, that's what it came down to. Like it was it it wasn't like super easy, but there was a lot of stuff that normally like music round. I would know like one thing (laughs) and I knew like a bunch of them and it was weird. (laughs) Why is Hell Comes to Frogtown going to win the Oscar for Best Picture? (laughs) Uh Rowdy Rowdy Piper. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, trivia, it's great. It's hosted by this wonderful gentleman with uh, with locks of pure Samsonite hair himself. Samson hair, I should say. And that is... Eric Shane, hi. And yes, Tom, you were pretty incredible. You mm. made me very proud. I uh, <laughs> stood out there in the cold by himself, just chilling, watching the football game on his phone. Oh my gosh. And just listening to <laughs> trivia play by himself having a beer, having a few beers. And that's not a bad night, actually, come no. to think of it. Because I came out and visited. You know, I came out yeah. to say hi. So. It was so the funny. perfect weather. It was like 38 degrees outside, yeah. my perfect temperature. <laughs> I don't even yeah. need the heater on when I'm out there having a I nice was, cold beer. Then <laughs> I asked him because the tables have, uh, you know, a propane fire that you can light up. And I asked, hey, do you want me to, like, do, do you want to turn this on? Do you want help with that? And he's like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm fine. No. Oh, okay. My hands get cold. I put them in my pockets, and that's the end of that. <laughs> you just no, sat chance in, no chance in hell, man. I'd be freezing. The beer, the beer stayed cold. You know, you know, he's just sitting it's like out drinking there in a fridge. <laughs> yeah, he's just sitting out there, and they don't even have a roof outside anymore because the snow collapsed it. So he's just out there, exposed to the elements, and he was one away from tying from third. He almost had to fight it for a tiebreaker. That would have been <laughs> hilarious. Wow. Well, you know, speaking of cold, baby, it's cold outside. So, oh, come all ye faithful, joyful and triumphant, because it's time to rockin' around the Christmas tree with a little holly jolly Christmas conversation. Now, if you think you'll have a blue Christmas this year, just believe, because we want to we want you to know that all I want for Christmas is you, not some weird little drummer boy, because those are those are weird. So how can we top last Christmas when we discussed our top five Christmas list then by doing a top five Christmas songs list. That's how. So when you're ready to step into Christmas, just go ahead and let it snow as you prepare for a white Christmas to enhance discussion. We did not share our lists with each other and we are by no means experts in music. We are just the jolliest bunch of assholes this side of the nut house. So you like what I did there or through those lyrics? It was uh-huh, uh, uh-huh. Took, took me all but five minutes. Um, we will start with Tom. And what I think I would like to do for this, and you guys don't have to, but when we list our, our song, because many Christmas songs has been, have been remade multiple times, list your favorite rendition of that with the artist, and then your second favorite rendition with the artist. So, Thomas, why don't you start out? Okay, well, 
of course, you you already said a couple of mine in that long, long intro. Um, but my first one is Last Christmas by Wham. Yeah, Tom. Um, <laughs> well, and I'm going to start out by saying, I think I realized today after listening to Christmas music, preparing and finding songs, I don't really like Christmas music. Like <laughs> 98% of the things that I played, I was like, nope. Not for me, and on to the next song, and on to the next one, because I just was not feeling any of it. Um, but for some reason, I like Last Christmas. I don't know why. Probably because it's good. I don't know. Um, but I actually don't remember hearing this until I saw the movie Last Christmas, which has Daenerys Targaryen, and she plays... It's a weird movie, She's like, she has a heart that she gets from a guy, but he's dead. I just ruined the whole movie because <laughs> that is the whole plot. And it's a fine movie, but I think that's the first time I actually heard Last Christmas, or at least noticed that I heard Last Christmas. Um, I have a, a kind of a talent of blocking out Christmas music after working at the casino for so many years. And they play Christmas music, but not like most places, because it's the same thing every day. It's always the same songs playing on repeat. So at the certain time of day, you will hear it. You know it's coming, and you're going to hear that song. And so I've just been I've been really good since working there to just block all Christmas music out of my head. I don't hear it. Um, Last Christmas does have a slightly worse but still okay version of uh, by Jimmy Eat World. Oh wow! No, I didn't know they didn't until I typed it into hey, to uh, Spotify. <laughs> Essentially, yes. Uh, <laughs> but I typed it into uh, Spotify and it came up, and I was like, "Well, I'll give that a chance." And it's fine. <laughs> it's it's not the Lamb version, but it is fine. Uh, I will also interject because Last Christmas is easily my all-time favorite Christmas song. Uh, I, without a doubt. You know, and I've said this before, whenever I ask people, I go, what's your favorite Christmas song and why is it Wham! Last Christmas? Because that is the only answer you'll ever have. It's <laughs> utterly amazing. And you have to have the, you have to say the exclamation part at the end. You go, wham, because that's what their, their title is. But I freaking love it. I love the music video. I also worked at the casino with y'all, but I also worked in retail. And retail is even worse than the casino because it is, again, just like that on constant repeat. Um, but it's not as predictable. So you get a lot of the same songs and you're just like, oh, man, every time this would come on, though, I would just like be dancing in the aisle. I freaking love Last Christmas. So mm. great choice. I'm so glad you put it on there. Um, that is my number one, 100 percent. And I think as a secondary uh, version, there are a bunch out there. Carly Rae Jepsen does a pretty solid one, but Ariana Grande's is actually really good. She is amazing. She has a fantastic voice and she adds a little little pre core or pre verse thing at the start of it, like an intro. And that's, that was pretty solid. So Ariana Grande's uh, last Christmas was, was pretty good. I enjoyed it. So yeah, last Christmas by wham and Ariana Grande. I have bit my tongue for this entire bit because I don't give a rip really about mostly new Christmas songs do nothing for me. Mm -hmm. And by new, I mean anything in the last 40 years. 
You're a classic. You're a classic guy. When it comes to Christmas, especially, but in general, yeah. But when it comes to Christmas, especially, yeah. Um, So I'll, and there are a couple of exceptions, and I'll get to that when we go down my list. So I'll say my first one is Hark the Herald Angels Sing. Nice. Bing Crosby, that version, Bing Crosby version is um, the one that slaps the hardest, but Nat King Cole is right behind him. Ooh, those are great choices. They really are great. Now, the. Holiday has a lot of religious overtones, though I myself am not religious. I was brought up to believe in the holiday with the religious overtones, so that's important to understand. But there is one line in particular near the beginning of this song, Hark the Herald Angels Sing, Glory to the Newborn King, Peace on Earth and Mercy Mild, God and Sinners Reconciled. It's that last bit there that, for me really hits home that's because it's a it's we fight <laughs> all year long all of us do about everything and it really feels like this is just a really good time of year to try to get off your high horse it's a mm-hmm. really good time of year to try to show benevolence and charity and compassion and patience and that's not always easy to do because a lot of times you really feel like people don't deserve it certain people don't deserve it anyway but because there's a lot of trauma out there, but this it's just a reminder that even though that song is incredibly preachy and it's talking about, it's the basis of the faith directed at this holiday. That's fair. It's just that that particular line really hits home for me. God and sinners reconciled. It really feels like this is a good time of year to just sort of try to reconcile. And yet people on Facebook fighting about the origin of Christmas and did they take it from pagans and no, oh, no, no, they didn't because blah, blah, blah. okay guys, let's, why are we, why do we have to have this fight every year? This is, we're not getting anywhere. So mm-hmm. anyway, Hark the Herald Angels Sing is a powerful song that I adore. It's my favorite. It's a classic and it reminds me of It's a Wonderful Life. It's on uh, that part when they're all donating the money. It just brings mm-hmm. people around. I wish I knew all, all the lyrics, but um, also, Eric, I did watch A Christmas Carol, the Jim Carrey version. Yeah. And I loved it. I thought it was great. So there was the part when all the carolers are singing and then they get real quiet because Scrooge walks by. Um, you see that at the start. Then at the end, you know, he's yeah. like, Burr. but then he starts joining in, too. I was like, oh, he's yeah. he's got a heart of gold now. So. I'm glad you uh, I'm glad you enjoyed it. I knew you would. Um, I had every confidence you would. Jim Carrey has all kinds of zany characters in movies, but this really wasn't that. I mean, there's a little of it thrown in there just for just for character like rounding of of Scrooge. And that's fine. But it was really it was a ghost story Mm -hmm. and a really well told one. So I'm glad you enjoyed it. I'm glad you I'm glad you watched it. Yeah, it was uh, it was solid. I, I I enjoyed it. But yes, th- that is a classic song. And both him and Nat King Cole, Bing Crosby and Nat King Cole are like, I want to I don't want to say the godfathers of Christmas music, but man, they're synony- synonymous with so many amazing Christmas hits. And yeah. they just have those iconic voices that you listen and you're like, oh, my gosh, it's incredible. Yep. So, oh, come all green- you faithful like by Nat King Cole. It's it's like that is the, the version. I don't I don't see any other version other than his. Like it was just amazing. Right. So, yeah, great choice. I mean, you have to start out strong with those two iconic people. Yeah, that song, Oh Come All You Faithful by mm-hmm. Nat King Cole, it sounds great when you think of, like, uh, when you think of God as, like, an alien and angels are an alien species under the command of, like, the alien creature. It's like, because it's like, oh, they're here now. Fall on your knees and fall in line. <laughs> Come all you faithful. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, that's cool. true. If you think of it that way, it's actually kind of hilarious and amazing. So <laughs> I don't know why that's where my brain goes, but it is. And I apologize for nothing. So. Oh, I dig it. I like it a lot. Awesome. All right. Okay. Thanks. Thomas, what's your second one? Well, I'm going to go right to Ben Crosby also with White Christmas. Mm. I This is the song I think of when Christmas is happening. It's just the first song that comes to my mind. Um, I don't actually have anything else to say about it. Uh, There's some other artists who do it. Uh, The Drifters, I think, is actually my favorite one. Um, And then Frank Sinatra has a version also. Ooh, that's a good one. Now, but... I really have nothing. It's just a really good Christmas song. Wait, which <laughs> and song? it's what I, I think of. White Christmas? White Christmas. Oh, White Christmas. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah, well, there's it's... all kinds of, yeah, there's all kinds of classic versions of that as well. Bing Crosby, Perry Como, all of them. Mm-hmm. And also, oh, sorry, I wasn't thinking of, I was thinking of Joy to the World is the alien, oh, it, alien yeah. invasion song, Joy to the World, <laughs> Nat King Cole. Oh, it's, yeah. It has like a military. All on your knees. Yeah, because yeah, it even has I... like a military march to it. Yeah, I know, I was like. Wait, is that in Come All, no. Come All You Faithful? Yeah. No, no, no. no uh, yeah, Joy I, to the World. I got you. No. Okay, yeah. That's uh, anyway, yeah, White, Chris, <laughs> White Christmas, uh, great. I almost added it to my list. That was very, very close. Yes. Um, so I think that it's, it is it is very, very good. And actually, for the Don't Be Crazy podcast, we just recorded White Christmas, the movie, um, the other day. I don't know if you guys have seen it. It came out in 1954. It actually stars Bing Crosby and a couple other uh, people. But Dean Martin, maybe? Uh, no, it's um, his name is I am spacing now because I didn't really like the movie that much. Danny Kay is his name and okay. um, he's good. And then two other uh, female actresses. But basically, uh, he, he the movie starts out with him singing that song. And it's just unreal to see Bing Crosby because you're like, man, how is he making that sound come out of his body? Like he incredible. It, it's just it's so good. I think he has ties to Washington State, too. I believe he lived in Anacortes or he was like born there or something like that. Like I remember in my earlier years, somebody saying he had a house there or there was some sort of relation to yeah, he was He was born in Tacoma. Wow. And then his family moved to Spokane. Mm-hmm. And then and he, I guess he went to um, uh, Gonzaga. Oh, wow. So if he went to Anna, if he was at Anacortes at any point, uh, I don't know yet. I haven't got that far in the way. Yeah, he might have like retired yet. there or, or something like that. But yeah, he's I mean, that's incredible. And White Christmas. Yeah. I mean, I think of. I think of Home Alone with it uh, every time I hear it, but I would love a White Christmas this year. My goodness, if we sure. could get if we get dumped on this year, I'm definitely playing that. And you know that everyone's going to put on their TikTok and Instagram stories. They're going to have that song playing. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like the most racist song in the world. Freaking white people. So. What? I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I, I know what it means, but yeah, it's it's. That's a good one. I, I that one I don't really ever get tired of either. It's slower, sure, but it still really encapsulates. Perfect. I think the holidays, right? That's it's everything that you want. Those classic mm-hmm. Christmas songs, man. Mm-hmm. They're just easy to listen they, to while you're eating walnuts. Hit, they hit different. It's all the nostalgia. And if you're not getting nostalgia, are you even celebrating Christmas? Yeah, I I agree. I think that's what <laughs> Christmas is all about, right? There that's what Christmas go. means to me, my my love. Uh, Eric, what is your second one? Sticking around, Nat King Cole's version of Oh Holy Night. Oh, great. Backing up by Bing Crosby. Uh, those two go one and two. Uh, I've got others on this list, I promise. But uh, those two, that <laughs> their, their version of uh, uh, fall on your knees and hear the angels, you know, that when they hit that line, when they get up to that 
fall on your knees line. They just, it's a command. It's mm-hmm. such a powerful line, the way those two deliver it. It's not a lyric of a song. It's a command. And it's so interesting and powerful and beautiful. And they're gentle and delicate and all in all the proper phrases. And they're, they're powerful when they need to be. They're just masters. Nat King Cole and Bing Crosby were masters at their craft. And with Christmas songs, for me, it's... I like the classic versions because it just reminds me of like my grandmother, grandparents' house, you know, in Kelso, Washington. Mm-hmm. Uh, at my grandparents' house, it's cold. Probably not a white Christmas, otherwise we wouldn't have driven there. But uh, <laughs> you know, uh, it that uh, it's just that's what it makes me think of. Um, uh, I just I really really treasure those memories, and I treasure these versions of these songs. Um, so when people kind of doll them up and pop them up and woo add all kinds of spins to them. It's like, I, I'm not even religious guy. And I'm like, ugh, that's a little, it's a little offensive guys. Just sing the song or just don't. And that's fine. <laughs> you know, cause you're not going to do it better than Nat King Cole did it. You're not going to do it better than Bing Crosby did it. So just don't bother. But yeah, that's uh, I mean, you're right. Nat King Cole's voice is just so iconic as well. It's silky. Amazing. Very smooth. It just feels relaxing. And you just kind of, you know, the chestnuts roasting on an open fire. I mean, I always want Jack Frost to nip at my nose. You know, Yuletide Carols being sung by a choir. That that song did not make my list, but it was this close. It's because of him. I don't like anybody else's version. Just him. I I really don't. Yeah, that song is actually pretty boring. Just like Little Drummer Boy, right? But like Mm -hmm. I still, if I hear it and, and Nat sings it, I'm like, ooh. God, it's good. Like, especially at a coffee shop, if I'm having a nice, I don't know, chestnut praline latte at Starbucks and looking outside at the at the white Christmas, I can I can uh, have some chestnuts roasting over an open fire and he'll just serenade me. Yeah, I don't know if there's a a movie about him or not, but there should be. That would be cool. I know he was in a lot of movies. Yeah. That'd be that would be interesting, uh, like a documentary or something. He died way too young, dude. He was only 45. Oof. God, he's way too young. Yowzes. I don't like um, that. Yeah. So cool. All right. Yeah. So Nat King Cole's version of Oh Holy Night. And my second, the backup to that is Bing Crosby's version. Bing both, Crosby. both really good. Oh Holy Night is my second entry. Very nice. Okay. My second entry. This was a song that played nonstop at Albertsons when I worked there. And I freaking loved every minute of it because it's so wonderful. It is Wonderful Christmas Time by Paul McCartney. Uh, you guys know that one, right? Yeah. Simply uh, having a wonderful Christmas time. Yeah, the moon okay. is bright. <laughs> the spirit's up. We're here tonight. Oh, that's enough. You know, I'm, it's great. My, my version is fantastic. Uh, yeah, he just knocks it out of the park. Paul McCartney, ultimate consummate professional, uh, performer, performer, performer. Holy buckets, man. That guy, I, he's still rocking and rolling. My buddy went to see him in concert uh, like a few months back when he was here in Seattle. He's like, dude, he crushed it. And he's in his like 70s or however old he is. It's it's insane. The guy is just unreal. So very cool. But but uh, yeah, Wonderful Christmas Time by Paul McCartney. There's a very good rendition of it. And it's a live version on BBC One Soundstage by Mr. Harry Styles. Yes, the same Harry Styles from One Direction. Believe it or not, that dude can perform. He is a singer. 
And he has that version. There's another song. It's it's a it's a Peter Gabriel sledgehammer. You guys know that song. He covered that and he crushes it also. So I'm like very impressed with Harry Styles singing. But yes, Wonderful Christmas Time is amazing. I will never get tired of that song, honestly. I was tired of that song the first time I heard it and never want to hear it again. <laughs> that one is older, Eric. That one came out in the 80s. Not old enough. <laughs> that's like 40 plus years. That's what I'm saying. Uh, I mean, that's, what, that's your threshold, right? No, it's not. That oh, That man. is the th- right, right there. That's the demarcation. Thank you for finding <laughs> that, that. That's the song. <laughs> I'm fine with like 70s, like Carpenter's, Carpenter's version of stuff, like 70s. That's fine. Once you get into a wonderful Christmas time in the 80s, I'm like, ugh. Well, Why? I don't know. I don't know if anybody put it on their list, so I don't really want to spoil it. But, but you know, uh, Santa Claus is coming to town by Bruce Springsteen. What about that? That live version? Or do you like that? I tolerate that. One. Oh, dude, come on! That one is I so good. It. I better it. watch out! You better no, see, not that's what I'm cry. saying. Why? <laughs> I don't need that. I don't. Telling you why? Dude, Santa I, the boss is coming. He is the boss. To New Jersey. Blue <laughs> collar. I've heard that he his concerts are unreal. I've heard he just he is a performer. Oh, also like boss. Paul McCartney. Yeah. I would love to see him too. He's doing a tour right now, but man, the guy just crushes it. And that song would be so fun to see play, him play live. Like, yeah. I love that version. But. Oh, I wouldn't hate it if I saw him play it live. I, that, cool. Great. Wonderful. I'm not criticizing the man. Mm-hmm. I'm criticizing the artistic need to <laughs> create that song in the first place. I don't understand or, it, and I don't like it. I don't want to know it. Nah. Where's my ear medicine? I'm an old man. Uh, <laughs> I really right. am. Well, in a lot of ways, I'm basically just an old-ass man. <laughs> Well, let's see what decade Tom's number three song is from. Well, mine is from the 90s. Oh, shit. Turn off your headphones, Eric. (laughs) Only only one artist did this one. I actually think Eric's going to love this. Uh, Let me just give you the first verse real quick. Uh, Down in the workshop, all the elves were making toys. For the good Gentile girls and the good Gentile boys, when the boss busted in, nearly scared them half to death. Had a rifle in his hands and cheap whiskey on his breath. From his beard to his boots, he was covered with ammo, like a big, fat, drunk, disgruntled Yuletide Rambo. And he smiled as he said, with a twinkle in his eye, Merry Christmas to all, now you're all gonna die. Jesus. (laughs) And that is The Night Santa Went Crazy by Weird Al Yankovic. God damn you, Tom. (laughs) (laughs) It is such a good song. And it it is is beautiful. And he's barbecuing reindeer and blowing up elves. And it's it's the right amount of Christmas for me. Um because uh because it involves Santa. And but it's fun. I don't like hearing about normals. That's boring. Normal Christmas stuff. I want to hear hilarious Weird Al for Christmas. I completely support that. I'm only <laughs> saying like when it's re- like heartfelt Christmas songs, for the most part, I do have an exception coming up. Uh, I do vastly prefer the classics, but I will say if you're going to do funny stuff, like um, I found a twisted, uh, twisted Christmas. I can't remember the guy's name. Uh, Bob Rivers, Bob Rivers, twisted Christmas. I listened. It came out in 94. I listened to that. We listened to that multiple times every Christmas. It was so good. So good. But yes, you're very, yes, of course, Weird Al. Of course, Weird Al. Of course, Weird Al. Don't be stupid. Of course, Weird Al. 
Of course, Weird Al. Of course. Great song. You're you're immediately going to get my backing if you say Weird Al. You could have led yeah. with that, and I would have <laughs> shut up. You could have said Weird Al like 15 minutes ago, and I would have just cowered away and be like, oh, you're right. I'll be ch- I'll change from now on. <laughs> good, 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 good selection, Tom. Good job. Thank you. <laughs> I have never heard that song, but obviously it's I know so who good. Weird Al Yankovic oh, my, is. My brother, as soon as this podcast is over, you have to yeah, just do it. Just go okay. listen to it. it. It's one of his Weird Al originals, too. It's not a parody. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to write completely original songs. <laughs> no more parodies. This one is completely original. It's called Eat It. <laughs> It's so funny. <laughs> of course, I am talking I about the, the. Oh, you haven't seen it yet, Eric? Oh my god, it. it's Ugh. so funny! I've seen I it three times. Believe you, and I, 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 I will watch it as soon as I find out where to stream it. Uh, the internet, <laughs> somewhere on the internet, I'll find it. Go to the Google machine and find out. It's on the Google machine. Just make sure you do Control Shift N incognito mode. Yeah, maybe I'll watch it tonight. Maybe I'll find it tonight and go watch it. There you go. Okay, Eric, let's get your third one. Okay, I'm going to stay with the classic version because Mandy's not home yet. She'll be home soon. Uh, it's Sleigh Ride by the Ronettes. Ooh. Just hear the sleigh bells tingling, ring ting tingling too. My backup for that is just the Boston Pops Orchestra. Uh, mm. This is my go-to Annoy Mandy song in December. Anytime we're getting around this holiday... I hum this song, I sing this song, I get all peppy, I get all bubbly, and Mandy gets very annoyed, and I love it. This is my go-to annoy my wife song, and I don't, I don't care. I stand by it. Uh, it is bubbly. It's, it's cloying. It's joyful and triumphant. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. Um, I love the Ronettes version. I like the Carpenters version. Uh, Boston Pops Orchestra. I don't even need lyrics for it. I just. I just dig it. Sleigh Ride is just fun. It's a good holiday season song. Like you said, I hope it's a white Christmas. Everybody take time off of work to just, if you can, and just go enjoy this foul weather and just say, ah, screw it and go sledding. Why not? Why not go sledding? It's fun. So there are so many covers to this song. I just Googled it right now. I know. There. I know. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Megan Trainer, Mariah Carey, Andy Williams, Harry Connick Jr., the Carpenters. Uh, any Johnny any Mathis. classic version, I'm fine. Johnny Mathis is really, yeah. really, really good. Mathis is amazing. Uh, Andy Williams, of course. Megan Train, come on. Yeah, Ken- Kenny G. No, that says 1955. There's no G. way that was Kenny G in 1955. No, no. Google, you you he, done messed up. He, he's eternal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he is eternal. Kenny G, the eternal <laughs> Kenny G, as we will refer to him on this podcast henceforth. Giddy up, giddy up, giddy up, let's go. Something, something. We're running on the snow. Yes. See, see, you know Sleigh Ride. You Our all cheeks know Sleigh are nice Ride. and rosy and comfy and cozy, cozy are we. We're snuggled up together like two birds of a feather would be. It's a great song. It is, man. It's fun. It's bubbly. It's good. It really is. It's like... You really can't be upset with that one because that no. one definitely does. Like you're saying, it makes you want to just be like, all right, it's yes. snowing outside, so I'm going to go outside. Go find your person, go snuggle up with your person and go have fun out in the snow. Yeah. 
Just don't do no baby. It's cold outside stuff because that's a little rapey. You can't you can't do that anymore. <laughs> little rapey. Yeah, just a little coach. Not a little, a lot. <laughs> uh, qu- quite a bit. <laughs> no, it's a little. It's only casually rapey. Come on, jeez. Oh, All right. That's that's a conversation for another podcast. Probably not us. That might be too serious of context for us. I don't know. <laughs> Bill Cosby has entered the chat. Jeez, <laughs> oh, guys, come on. It was an elf. It can't be that bad. Yeah. Oh, uh, boy. An elf. Great. Yeah, you don't like elf. Okay, moving on. What about your <laughs> what about your next one there? Oh man. So yeah, again, I have so many. This honestly was one of the harder lists I think I've ever done because yeah. I fucking love Christmas music and I just was listening to Warm 106.9. Uh it's been on my radio for December. Mm-hmm. Aside from the stupid ads, because radio is terrible and there's so many ads, I was right. like, man, there's so many good songs. And this one is one of my favorites uh, ever because I, I grew up listening to the Eagles because my dad loved the Eagles, but it's just called Please Come Home for Christmas. So are you guys familiar with that one at all? Yeah. Tom? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Love it. Uh, for the listeners, you don't know, it's the one that goes, bells will be ringing. A sad, sad news. Oh, what a Christmas to have the blues. There you go. Uh, anyways, that one's excellent. And the Eagles, obviously, you know, created it uh don henley's amazing voice but a very good version is kelly clarkson her version of it uh, i think that woman can sing she is so good and it, it's one of my favorites ever it again used to come on in grocery stores uh, and i would never get tired of it i was like oh yeah because it really slows it down because my first two you know they're kind of poppy songs and then it slows it down a little bit and you really want your loved one to come home for christmas because if not for Christmas, then New Year's night. So they're really trying to get them there. And we all, we've all we all traveled during the holidays, probably. And we all understand the frustration with it, with your family being somewhere else. So it's about getting your loved one back to where they need to be. Good song. Oh, love it. Yeah, I uh, I could listen to it all the time. Yeah. Again, it's not one of those ones that I'm, I'm going to go out of my way for. But if it comes on, I'm not going to immediately turn it off. <laughs> i think it was like 1970 something is that is that too no it's fine no it's fine i'm just saying like you know i I like the carol version the caroling songs for the most part but that's a good song for the holidays they really did a good job um there's there's a few songs like that that um I'll, i'll think of the song but uh there's this one where like child's trying to find shoes for her mother who's dying. It's like I came out in the nineties, I think. Um, that sounds real depressing. It's a country song. That sounds terrible. It's, it's a it's a horrible. <laughs> yeah, hor- yeah it's, Christmas. The, Chris, the Christmas shoes is oh, what it's called. I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I've heard that song before. It's horrible. I know it is really sad. And and, and like, why would you do that? In this, why are you trying? I don't know because sadness is, it's okay. It's okay to be sad. It's all right. It's fine. Uh, there it's, are some Christmas songs I don't like. Uh, there's this one called Susie Snowflake. I don't know if you guys have heard it or not, but it, it goes, "Here comes Susie Snowflake," and it's like really annoying. And Matt, who's in our league, my friend, uh, him and I would hear it at Albertsons every once in a while, and and I swear it was fake for the longest time because he's always like just wait till they play Susie Snowflake. He's like, it's terrible. And I said, what? And for the, all the times we worked together, I never heard it when we worked, I think two or three Christmases together. Then finally one day I heard it. I was like, oh my God, you're not lying to me. <laughs> and it's not very good. Um, but you know, it's, it's that one. That one's pretty crappy. Also the, the hippopotamus song. Have you guys heard that one? 
No. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you. What? Have, you, wait. <laughs> I've heard of Dominic the Donkey. Do you know that one? Yeah. That was, yeah. It's Dominic the Donkey. What is going on right now? How do you not know that? That one's great. Yeah, I actually like that one. The hippopotamus song goes, I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. I don't think Santa Claus will mind, do you? You won't have to use our dirty chimney flue. Just bring him through the front door. That's easy thing to do. It's so dumb. and It, just, it is, yeah. but it's also cute. It's it good. is cute. It's it just like cute. the Christmas, Christmas time is here. That uh, chipmunks one that annoys the hell out of me. Time for joy. Me, I want a hula hoop. <laughs> Why are we not voice actors? I don't know. Yeah, we should know. be voice actors. We should be. I would just do the exact same voice for every character. Yes, exactly. Okay. Anyways, Tom, your number, your number four, please. My number four. So I want you to picture this. We're outside of a house, and in the windows, you see silhouettes of partygoers at a Christmas party. It's going off in there, and then we zoom in to the party, and it's just a boy pulling strings all over the place. And that is Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree by Brenda Lee. (laughs) I was thinking about it. I was like, is he talking about Home Alone? (laughs) (laughs) That is correct. Um, Yeah, this is just... the. The moment I hear this, I just think Home Alone, and Home Alone's like the best Christmas movie there is, uh, even though it wasn't on my best Christmas list. <laughs> um, but yeah, just rocking around the Christmas tree. It's a great song. Yeah, uh, there, friend, there's friendly. There are a lot of people who have done it: Miley Cyrus, Justin Bieber, Megan Trainer, Kelly Clarkson. Uh, I would have to say that probably the Miley Cyrus one is the best one that I she's listened great. to today. Yeah, she's great. Uh, Kel- Kelly Clarkson was probably a little after her, but um, yeah. So, so that's that's my number four right there. I mean that that song from the opening riff, you just kind of know the. You're like, oh yeah, here we go, and yeah, you do think of, yeah, like here we go, and then you crack open your eggnog. Oh shit! Oh man, fucked up. Yeah, party's getting started, dude. I do. I mean, I I don't know if you guys like eggnog or not, but oh, I love eggnog. I hated it when I was a kid, but now that I can drink, it's good. Yeah, and like so, but I do non-alcoholic eggnog, and what I like to do, and this is what I just did growing up, we would have Sprite or 7-Up, and then you pour a little bit into the eggnog because you kind of like cut it, so you can go 3-to-1 or 2-to-1 depending on what you want, but it's like a punch, kind of like, have you ever had a sherbet punch? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it tastes just like that, and I freaking love it. It makes, because eggnog's thick, right? So it's like two Mm -hmm. C's thick, and when you drink it, you're like, oh, that's a lot. This cuts it, and it makes it a little more bubbly. It's really good. And so I do it every year. I have a jug in my fridge right now. I'm, I've been drinking it from my Marty the Moose mug, and it's uh, pretty pretty great. But I keep forgetting to make eggnog. I want to try oh, wow. making it yeah. from scratch, like make it, make it. Yeah. Uh, Alton Brown has a recipe that he starts. He makes his like like around like after Halloween. Because like the longer it sits in the fridge, the better it gets. Interesting. Yeah, he's like it's it's a liquor. You know, it it will get really really good. Oh, like an alcoholic eggnog. Yeah. That's, oh, you know, it's like full of brandy and whatever. So. Okay. Um. So like a real alcoholic, true blue, traditional yeah. eggnog that is meant to get you screwed up. Um. That sounds yeah. really tasty. I it looks really tasty. I really want some, but I keep forgetting to do so. 
like on time. So I could do it now, but it wouldn't be the same thing. So I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, to answer your question. Yes. I, uh, too like to imbibe. Yeah. And back to the rocking around the Christmas tree. I mean, I, Tom's absolutely right. That's another th- song for every time I hear it, I immediately think of Kevin setting up his like yeah. train set with the Michael Jordan thing rolling around. And sure. I mean, he'll, his elaborate scheme that kid needs to be an engineer or something like that when yeah. he grows up, he was mm-hmm. incredibly uh, creative, but yes. Um, I, I, I like that song. That one's fantastic. It's a classic. Shout, yeah. Shout out to Brenda Lee. Came from her first. Yep, exactly. Just the classicist classic. right here. Yep. Yeah, there you yeah. go. You don't like any of the new shit. You like the old no. shit. The well, it's actually with that particular song, there are, like you just mentioned, those mm-hmm. artists actually did a really good job with that, so that's fine. Rocking Around the Christmas Tree is one of those songs that you can get away with doing that, and it's cool. Totally. Because they're paying homage to it. You know, it's like They really are. They're trying they to get, really are. you yeah. know, newer audiences to listen to it and be like, oh my God, Miley, this brand new song I've never heard of in my life. Miley when must you, be so when creative. When you're making a, like, you're <laughs> trying to shake your ass to Oh Holy Night. Like, what are, what are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing here, folks? And then you have DJ Khaled coming on and he's letting you know who sings it. Yeah. DJ Khaled. I'm always like, who sang this song? And he's like, DJ Khaled. I'm like, oh, thanks. Oh, he's nice. there to tell you. Yeah. I was wondering. <laughs> All right, my number four. Your number four, Eric is the one exception on my list. The song is Mary Did You Know, which originally came out in 1984. And I normally don't care for the song that much because of the you know religious thing, whatever. Uh, so I don't have a number two version of it. I only have Pentatonix version. Ooh. Pentatonix is incredible. They, they are incredible. Uh, and their Christmas songs are mostly hits like some of them are they have those really upbeat versions of songs that maybe shouldn't be but that's their own that's whatever but a lot of their other little drummer boy is incredible um but mary did you know their version of that just crushes it just hits so hard Mm -hmm. Uh, so if you're familiar with that song you know what i'm talking about if you're not you need to go watch the youtube and just listen to it it's just amazing um I don't really care so much about um, um, about that song. The, I don't know who all did Mary Did You Know. It never, whenever it comes on the radio, I'm like, okay, let's move on. I don't really, you know, switch the station, change it to the next. I don't care. But their version of it, <laughs> whew, they're incredible. They're incredible. They really are. Yeah, they were big at Target because of uh, all, you know, during the holidays and stuff. And they would always play videos at Target. So I was very familiar with them. I did a a 24 hour adventure race uh, years ago, probably like six years ago with some friends. And one of them, one of the the missions we had to do was get a famous person or semi-famous person to like record a video saying your team name and then post it. Well, one of the people in our group knew one of the beatboxers from Pentatonix. Like they went to college together. Yeah. So he just, he he FaceTimed him. He's like, yo, what's up, bro? And they were like talking. He's like, so yeah, could you do this for us? And he's like, awesome. So he recorded a video and he's like, yo, shout out to team hash brown, no, hash brown, no filter. Like they're going to win this thing and, you know, go get them or whatever. He actually, that guy you're mentioning, the beatboxer, he actually sings one of the few songs where he actually sings uh, in for Pentatonix. And it was in Mary, Did You Know? It's one of the few times he actually has, you know, li- uh, lines. Cool. Because he's, he, he's like, oh, I can't sing. Bruh. Bro's got pipes. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, bro's they, got pipes. They they do a great job as a Christmas album. Um, that is definitely one of those ones that I think I would listen to in a coffee shop, and you just get you know happy because they're the really good acapella and everything. It's it's yeah. pretty pretty great. Acapella is impressive by itself, but Very much uh, so. yeah. 
Here, so, yeah. come, here comes treble. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that's yeah, from the that's office. When, yes, it is. That's my number four. Great. Love it. Okay. Well, my number four is an amazing song by Stevie Wonder, and it's What Christmas Means to Me. Do you guys know that one? Oh, yeah. Candles burning low, lots of mistletoe, lots of snow and ice everywhere we go. That one. Good uh, job. Nope. So good. Uh, you never heard that, Tom? Nope. Oh, my goodness. What are you talking about? That's crazy. <laughs> Do you like Stevie Wonder? I mean, I'm fine with Stevie Wonder. Oh, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that one's great just because it's, again, upbeat and it's so lighthearted. And it's it's we all do think about what Christmas means to us. But just like all these different things, you know, that that he cares about. Um, you know, I see your smiling face like I've never seen before. Even though I love you madly, it seems I love you more. The little cards you'll give me will touch my heart for sure. All these things and more, darling. That's what Christmas means to me, my love. So... That's what that is what Christmas is all about. It's not just about the snow and the presents or whatever. It's about the whole encompass the feeling that encompasses you. And Stevie Wonder's amazing. I mean, I love the dude, you know, uh, isn't she lovely? Superstition, uh, overjoyed. Um, yeah, so many amazing songs that he's done. But I think that this one just crushes it. And there are a lot of covers of this that I also enjoy. Um, I, I think the Pentatonics actually do a uh, rendition of what Christmas means to me, but I think yeah, my favorite is the John Legend version version from a few years back, where he actually has Stevie Wonder on the track. So it's like a wow. remake, but it's like an addition. It's like a 1.5 song. So really cool to see John Legend jump on that. Yes, I love that song with yeah, passion. That really is a cool when they do homage when they pay homage like that to the original artist. That's very cool. Mm hmm. Yeah, there's it doesn't happen very often. And so it's nice when it does. Yeah. So that is my number four. Good number four. Cool. OK, Tom, number five. Well, my number five was easy because it was in one of my top five Christmas movies. And that is Kidnap the Sandy Claus. Yay! Danny Elfman, Paul Rubin, and Catherine O'Hare, mm -hmm. which I didn't know they voiced the characters in uh, Nightmare Before Christmas, but they do. Um, now, the key thing here is this isn't even the best version. The best version is by Korn. <laughs> oh my God. It, it is very good. <laughs> which is a very good version of the song. I actually, I forgot that Korn had done a version until I looked this up on Spotify just to listen to the original. I was like, mm -hmm. wait a second, Korn? I'm going to go back to when I was 16 <laughs> and I loved Korn. They were like one of my favorite bands because I was a rebellious kid and whatnot. So yeah, Korn. Yeah. Corn kicks ass. Sometimes. They really do. <laughs> I mentioned that'll always be exactly. Eric's song for for Full Metal Legend. It really is. Yeah. Go. <laughs> hey, we uh, we went. Yeah, we did we go went. Uh, yes, Kidnap the Sandy Claus was the song that I listened to every haunt night in October. Uh, that to really get me into the mood of the sort of silly clown. I mentioned it in the last episode. But as I, we were walking in, I would always had my headphones on. I was always listening to that that particular song. The mischievousness hmm. in there, it really, it just kind of jives with the Halloween. But it also jives with fun Christmas stuff, too. It just works. <laughs> kidnapping. Yay! <laughs> of course. Why not? Kidnap the Sandy Claus. 
<laughs> it's nothing's more American than kidnapping. That's not hell right yeah. at all, but all right, sure, <laughs> we'll go with that. What the hell? The Sandy Claws. I need, I'm gonna have to rewatch A Nightmare on Elm Street. It's been, or not A Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> you can, <laughs> but I mean, that works Nightmare, Nightmare Before Christmas. I'll yeah. watch both of them simultaneously and see L- how they L- all listen play out. To, listen to the corn version of that song. It's, it's very, so weird. very good. It's, it is weird, <laughs> but they've got like, a, it's uh, called Nightmare Revisited, is the album it's from. And they remade the major songs from that movie. And yeah, Corn had air. Marilyn Manson redid the original This Is Halloween. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it slaps. I love when bands yeah, who aren't say. I love when bands or artists who aren't really typical for that type of music do that music. Like when DMX did Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer a couple of years ago. <laughs> uh, Amy <laughs> Lee. <really> Amy <laughs> Lee did Sally's song and she was perfect and haunting and uh, from from uh, Evanescence. Yeah, she's yeah. great. She has an amazing voice too. She's wonderful. Yeah, but DMX doing what was the song? Rudolph the Red Nosed Ranger. I have not heard that. Said, Come on, Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. I'm gonna nose. I'm queuing this up <laughs> immediately. It's, oh my god! As soon as soon as we hit stop, I'm listening to that. That's insane. It's not Why? too bad. It's pretty good actually. I don't know. Okay. It's kind of, it's just fun. But I do like. Yeah, I love the idea of Corn doing it because. Uh, Jonathan, whatever his name is from Corn, has that kind of unique voice, right? And it's yeah, and it Jonathan really, Davis. Yeah, it really just yeah, it slaps. And and so I'll I'll have to I'll have to check that out too. That's that's funny, and it it fits for this type of movie. That that is a Corn song. I just wouldn't think that they would do a Christmas song. And so, but I mean, you know what? It's like it's a um, a common ground that they could find. With, they with did that. this Christmas song. Yeah, I mean, all yeah. all their fans shop at Hot Topic, and Hot Topic sells a lot of Nightmare Before Christmas stuff. Yeah, they it do. That, that, that oh, movie man. puts that keeps that store in business. That movie does, and so does Corn. Those are the two things keeping them going. That's so funny. Okay. All right, cool. All right, well, yours, Derek. I'll move on to my number five. We're talking about a Christmas song. I'm moving on to the Christmas song. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's known as the Christmas song. Yeah. Uh, and it's the Nat King Cole version as the quintessential. My second, uh, my backup to that is Paracoma. Paracoma also did a great job. But Nat King Cole's version of the Christmas song uh, is, it really is the quintessential song for the season. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Jack Frost nipping at your nose. You knows Yuletide carols being sung by a choir, folks dressed up like Eskimos. Everybody knows turkey and some mistletoe help to make <laughs> the season bright. Tiny tots with eyes all aglow will find it hard to sleep tonight. It just it's such a beautiful song and he sings it so powerfully, so wonderfully, so gently. And it, it for me, that is the quintessential song of the season, along with Hark to Herald Angel Sing. And I said, uh, yeah, by Bing Crosby, but also him. Because Nat King Cole was incredible. I totally messed up, and I thought that was just called Chestnuts Roasting on an Open Fire. And I was saying that earlier at the start, but I did not know it was called The Christmas Song, and I've heard that song uh, hundreds of times in my life. It is so I also the didn't song. know because I was like, I, I was trying to think like, what song is he talking about? And then goes, once he said the lyrics, it's like, it oh, that song. song. Yeah. <laughs> what? Holler. No. Distur- <laughs> Disturbed did a cover, and they were like, what? <laughs> yeah the uh that's a great song and and that is a song that yes nat king cole i'm sorry no i don't think anybody else could do it um i know that there are uh, admirable attempts at it but nat king cole is is the king of that song and it's 
that makes me feel, yeah, if I'm having a cup of coffee and I'm just looking at my tree, I'm looking at right. the fireplace I don't have, I'm looking at the presents, and I'm just in the spirit. That is a great relaxing Christmas song. You got it. Yeah, 100%. that's that's a good one. I really, I thought that was called something different, and now I learned something new. There you go. I'm here to make you learn new things. That's what I do. <laughs> I'm not what, what the scientists would say as intelligent, so <laughs> sometimes I... Sometimes I'm wrong I'm, all the time. I'm wrong every week. It's trivia, and I'm the one running it. I'm wrong. <laughs> so. I'm wrong quite a bit. So you should do you should do a, a Christmas songs category and see if anybody gets that one right. Uh, going to okay, <laughs> cool. Duh. This is this is the week for sure. Well, yeah. there's a Seahawks game this week though too, so that's gonna be tricky during trivia. I know. Well, I'll, I think I'm gonna loan my Prime account to them because I don't have Prime mm. to say okay, turn on the game. But I'm also gonna like remind them of Christmas stuff because we're gonna lose that game. Let's just hey, call. no, we we're are going to, yeah. <laughs> They have a lot of injuries, but we are our defense is Swiss cheese. We can't so. stop the run. They literally don't have to play a quarterback. Yeah, I wouldn't if I were them. I wouldn't start a quarterback at all. <laughs> Just shotgun. Just, Just shotgun running back. Wildcat the entire time. Just stop giving Sonic. ideas to my opponent this week. Yeah. <laughs> all right, well, so that's my number five. Stuff. Okay. Cool. Well, I will finish out my list with one that is uh, from the 2000s, and it is from the very first winner of American Idol, and I think she is in fa- a fantastic holiday singer. I think she's a fantastic singer in general, but that's from Kelly Clarkson, and that movie, or that, that song is called Underneath the Tree. Do you guys know that song? No. You never heard that one? I don't know. I might have. Uh, it's it's like it's it's real poppy and stuff, you know. It's like you're here where you should be. Snow is falling as a careless thing. It just wasn't the same alone on Christmas Day. No, no, nope. Oh shit. Okay. I, well, I like you singing it. it underneath great. the tree. <laughs> it's so good. So you guys, you'll, you'll probably hear it at a certain point. Um, and there's no, there are some covers, but nothing that I could really find that works. So it's, it's one of those original ones. So all of my songs are original, which I really like. Um, I'm not a big person on the remake. And so what I mean is I know that we're writing remake or remakes on here, but, but we are all picking pretty much the, the people who sang the, the original ones and it just kind of, it works. I feel like you have to give them the credit. It's going to be hard for someone to sing a better version than the original. Um, so yes, Underneath the Tree by Kelly Clarkson is my fifth on my list. So cool. Um, awesome. Okay. Well, do you guys have anything else to add for those songs? Not really. Okay. Not at all. Then I want real quick, your favorite Christmas food, Tom. Um, my favorite Christmas food is beef Wellington. I've only made it once, but it's delicious and I want to make it again. That does sound pretty tasty. It's hard to make, but that sounds really good. Mm-hmm. Eric? Yeah, I, I got to go with the roast beast, the roast beast, <laughs> you roast, know. Beast. roast beast with Yorkshire pudding is pretty solid. But for dessert, I've got to go pecan pie. Oh, that's pretty good. Do you say Peck. pecan or or pecan? I say pecan, pecan pie, pecan like Peking duck, Peck, pecan pie. <laughs> FYI, for the Christmas party this weekend, I am making apple brandy pecan pie ice cream. Wow, wow look so, at you! Wow, so buddy, that'll be good. <laughs> well, geez, you're 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 great. Uh, I I wait, do you make Yorkshire pudding yourself, Eric, or where do you get it from? 
I make it myself. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's delicious. I use the I do the Alton Brown recipe. Look it up on YouTube. Alton Brown roast beef with Yorkshire pudding. Oh, uh, he talks amazing. about making it in a cast iron pan and it, it, it comes out perfect. That sounds pretty incredible. Um, you got it. So, yeah, I would probably say ham for me. Um, ham. I only really eat ham for Easter or Christmas time. And I, I love it. I just love a honey glazed ham or a maple ham or something like that. So. Uh, but that was before I stopped eating meat. So I think it's it's more kind of, I mean, I don't really know if I have one, but it's probably just comes down to like a pie, like an apple sure. pie or something like that. Solid, I, solid. Yeah, or a pumpkin cheesecake. I mean, it's 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 tough. Christmas food isn't like my favorite favorite, but I mean, I still like to eat okay. whatever I can, right? I so. do want to very quickly mention that uh, Christmas Eve slash Sarajevo by Trans- Trans-Siberian Orchestra yeah. almost made my list. Uh, also, Holly Jolly Christmas by Burl Ives. Or, yeah, I thought you were going to put. I thought you of anybody was going to put the Trans Siberian Orchestra. I was um, very close. They yeah. were right there. It was between that and Mary Did You Know by Pentatonix, and I yeah. had to go with yeah. Isn't that one from Trans Siberian? Isn't that? That's the one. Yeah, it's so intense. And they got a couple Wizards in Winter. Yeah, just incredible. They're wonderful. They they were here. I think last year. I didn't get a chance to go see them. They were here last month. Were they? Yeah, yeah. They were at Climate Pledge. And um, I can only imagine they had did two shows, but I can only imagine because it's just, you know, so intense. But absolutely, um, that would be fun. That's the only one I really know. But just the show itself would be a lot of. Yeah. Awesome. Because there's no lyrics. You're just enjoying the shit out of it. So. Incredible. Yeah. Cool. Okay, sweet. Well, that's all I have to say for it. So to recap, uh, Tom, his his list of his favorite Christmas songs are Last Christmas by Wham with a remake by Jimmy Eat World uh, White Christmas by Bing Crosby and in second place The Drifters The Night Santa Went Crazy by Weird Al Yankovic the only person that's singing Rocking Around the Christmas Tree by Brenda Lee he also enjoys Miley Cyrus version Kidnap the Sandy Claws by Danny Elfman Paul Rubens and Catherine O'Hara and surprisingly there is a corn version it's very corny uh, Eric likes Hark the Herald Angel Sing by Bing Crosby and then additionally Nat King Cole Oh Holy Night by Reverse Nat King Cole and then also Bing Crosby Sleigh Ride by the Ronettes and then the Boston Pops Orchestra is that correct? That's right Okay, never heard of them BPO uh, Mary Did You Know by the Pentatonics and that is an original song and then uh, The Christmas Song by Nat King Cole and also by Perry Como which I thought was Chestnuts Roasting Over open fire but i was correct so here we go and then finally zach i myself have last christmas by wham and the cover version by ariana ariana grande is good wonderful christmas time by paul mccartney with a cover version by harry styles please come home for christmas by the eagles with a cover version by kelly clarkson what christmas means to me by stevie wonder a cover version has john legend and stevie wonder which is excellent and then underneath the tree by kelly clarkson and she's the only one to ever sing that in the history of mankind great okay well thank you so much for tuning in to the top five podcast be sure to follow us on twitter at podcast top five at zachdale 60 at tom top five and at snack burglar where you can give us ideas tell us if we're crazy or even suggest a topic for a future episode if you enjoyed today's episode please rate and review us on apple Podcasts, amazon podcast google podcast stitcher or spotify thank you and remember it's okay to be wrong even though you think you're right I have always thought of Christmas time as a good time, a kind, forgiving, charitable, pleasant time. 
The only time I know of in the long calendar of the year when men and women seem by one consent to open their shut-up hearts freely and to think of people below them as if they really were fellow passengers to the grave and not another race of creatures bound on other journeys. And therefore, uncle, though it has never put a scrap of gold or silver in my pocket, I believe it has done me good and will do me good, and I say God bless it. Yay. Yay. Is that Yay, a Christmas Carol? Yes, it is. I knew it. All you right. It. God bless us, everyone. There you are. <laughs> Bye, Bye, everybody. Bye.